Just as soon as it starts. We are back. What's going on? We're back for episode 24 of the No Clue podcast. The Kobe episode. Episode 24. We are back. Yep. I'm one of your hosts, Mike. And I'm Tyler. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. uh, Quick, you know, just one day off. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, we thought we'd give a little little makeup, trying to catch up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Especially with the recent, uh, some recent developments. Definitely. There's been some interesting stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, <clears throat> in case people were wondering, that is Bad Bunny and Drake Mia. Drake singing in Spanish. I was wondering if that was Drake. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, <laughs> it did catch me by surprise. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's kind of wild that they're. Um, I didn't want to say anything because I was like, I don't want to fucking be tripping. Like I'm like, oh, isn't that Drake? And you're like, dude, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Drake. Yeah, videos out too. It's nice too. Yeah, he sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Uh, so we we getting right into it jb we gotta talk about it yeah i, uh, I got i got a uh soundbite i think i got a soundbite oh let's see asking someone for a trade you will get heavily fined if you do that we are not asking you to sit here and get fined however i am going to talk about published reports that are a matter of public record that the report said that you said in meetings that you wanted to trade. So that is how we will have this conversation. And, and I want to go back because the first thing we saw of you publicly those, with Tibbs here in Minnesota was uh, that press conference at the Mall of America. You know, Jimmy was in an interview with Rachel Nichols. Great interview. Great interview. I got to say, man, she's she's been doing a lot of good. I, I really like her little show on ESPN. Uh, it's like a bat. I forgot what it's called. NBA. The Junk? Yes. Yeah. Big fan of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's a little Jimmy. Want to be appreciated. That's it. Okay. It's not about anything else. Not the defense. Not the points. It's the passion, the heart that I play with on every single possession, and that's that's all that it is. We hear a lot of chatter about the Wolves locker room and the guys don't get along. What is the real story about what's going on in the locker room between you guys? Everybody has to have winning on the as their number one priority. Everybody winning is all that we're worried about. Did you feel that that wasn't the case with everyone? I'm not going to say no names, but I'm going to be honest. Um, If if your number one priority isn't winning and people can tell, that's the battle. Now there's a a problem between people because that guy's number one priority is winning. That guy's isn't. All right. Uh... If you're interested, go yeah, check it out. It's yeah, a lot of a lot of takeaways from from uh, the stuff he said. Yeah, what's your first one? 
Well, first one is I like I like how honest he is. I like how brutally honest he is. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why it's such a great interview because like you, that's rare. you feel what's going on. He's not just feeding you no nonsense like Kyrie was when he left Cleveland. Yeah. You know, he's coming in there. He's telling you what his issue is. And he's clear about it. He's not fucking, he's not doing like what LeBron does and throws subliminal shots. <laughs> he gets straight to I the point, man. Too. I mean, you, you can't blame him. He has an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the more the more the situation's playing out to me, the more I'm siding with him. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I just I get what what where he's coming from. Right. And you could see it in the way they play. Right. And and you know we've played <clears throat> we play pickup basketball sometimes, and we hate when we're on that one team that is just out there goofing off to, you know, have a good time right. and not actually trying to win the game. And I, I mean, I totally get the frustration when it comes to that point, the point we just he just made in the sound, you know, the clip I played, so definitely. Uh, I, well, yeah, I like I like the thing he said about, you know, who's the most talented player on the team, Carl Anthony Towns. Who's the most God-gifted player on the team? Andrew Wiggins. But who plays the hardest? Me. Yeah. I thought that said it all. I thought, like, that if that is the case, and I'm pr- it, it looks like it is. It looks like it when you watch them play. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that assessment. It, it's of frustrating because, I mean, they could be so much better. Yeah. So, it, and be. it comes down to, you know... <clears throat> they they've sav- in terms of his issues with Minnesota that's like that's his business you know what i mean maybe he shouldn't be so like public about it what do you mean oh you mean with the front office and stuff yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. but to be fair to be fair to him uh today today i saw an article on ESPN that he did he did have a players only meeting yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. And he he talked to the guys about how it's not about them; it's the issues with the front office, mm-hmm. which is also a good thing to do. Uh, that could be good and bad, because I I think um, if his issue with the front office is that they're not trading people, then it is part of the issue with the guys as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so and like, and no he idea. has an issue with like the way they play. Yeah. But I feel like that's a fixable problem. And he's, I mean, I'm hoping that he's talking to them, which it seems like he is. Yeah. And I, I think that's why he could be so honest in the interview, because I think everything he said in there, he's already said to the players. I don't think the players watched this and got surprised. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, Jimmy's saying that? No, I think, I definitely think he's brought everything he said in there to the attention of the team before he got on the interview for sure i don't think it was no surprises to them no yeah i just i just i like that he's not playing with anybody yeah i like that he's you know telling people what the deal is what he wants what the problem is and he's he's trying to win games i mean yeah and he's not making it about himself yeah it's not really jimmy wants to win games is that jimmy wants to be where everyone else wants to win games that's all right you know he wants everybody to fight the way he fights on the court. Yeah, and then, you know, overall, 
this isn't just about Jimmy, but people need to understand that this is a job. And in a work environment, if you don't feel like your coworkers, if they're not producing, you you have the right to say so. Yeah, it's you the know, same, you, you know, for, for younger people, like, you know, when you do group projects and you got half the group not, you know, pitching in. <laughs> yeah. You have the right to tell them and then talk to whoever's, you know, in charge at that point. Right. And if the people in charge don't help you, then you go higher. And, yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, who's really in charge of the front office are the people, the fans. Yep. They they really are the people. If someone says I'm going to stop buying tickets until, you know, you guys trade Andrew Wiggins, then, you know, they're going to make it happen. If it affects the money, at the end of the day, Jimmy making it aware to the public is higher than the front office. So Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand. I, I, I can – I understand why Carl Anthony Towns got paid. But – why did Andrew Wiggins get paid after Jimmy Butler got there? <laughs> right. I mean, I can honestly tell you, if I was Jimmy Butler, that would be my number one issue. Because I could see, like, it's so visible, the issues that he has with Wiggins. Yeah. Because it's so clear in how he plays. I, I'm a little bit softer on Carl Anthony Towns because uh, he's a big man. And he's, like, he's a little inconsistent, but he's shown flashes of improvement yeah i mean wiggins has wiggins gotten any better uh, in any area of the game not that i have noticed no that's what, i think like, he's yeah. a phenom at first and he's still just a college phenom to me yeah he's here and there he'll give you a big game because you know he's a freakish athlete and he's capable mm-hmm. he's a capable player i'm not saying he shouldn't be in the league mm-hmm. but is he a you know a one hundred and forty million dollar contract? No. Not if Jimmy Butler's on your team. Right. Not I could get much more out of Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm siding with him, man. It's just tough. It's they just easily, tough. Man. They easily could trade Andrew to a smaller market team and have like a whole new bench, a really good bench, and just yeah. roll with. Towns and Butler if they wanted to they won't but they could you know yeah I mean it's too late now yeah it is now he did make it pretty clear that you know the situation he doesn't think the situation's fixable so right it looks like his time in Minnesota is is numbered his days are numbered yeah yeah it does I don't I I just hope it's not really like a trade him or trade me situation with him and Wiggins. And I, I don't think it is based off his interview answers. But, you know, not, uh, just because he's honest doesn't mean he's saying everything, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I don't that's think always is. tough. We're, we're on the outside trying to look in, and yeah. we can't really know everything that's going on. Right. I just hope it's not one of those situations because those are messy, and it ends up being awkward. I think I think <laughs> the situation's getting to a point where it's going to be messy, no matter how it plays out. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Yeah. So, what do you take? 
when they um what did you think about the report saying that the team was like energized from his outbursts in the practice what does that mean like they got hype i hope man i hope they take a step forward yeah i mean if they take this in the way that he's he's attempting to express it Uh uh-huh i mean i think that'll be great man i think he'll definitively become the i mean i think he already is what the The leader? leader of the team yeah but I think this will definitively kind of set that in stone. And if I think if they're successful this year, I think he could get around the management issue. Yeah, and I, I want to say he's the leader of the team, but it has to – well, this is how I feel about it. when it goes from captains and leaders. It's really on the coach to uh, – the coach and management in the NBA's case to really – solidify and identify who the leader is because let's say if the team just says oh we think jimmy's the leader at any moment towns could uh just not feel that way anymore you know what i'm saying yeah when the coach appoints him and say this is the leader this is who we're going with and you know they have less of a choice for like uh opposition you know in that case so hopefully uh, it's on the coaching. I think that's why he, um, Thibodeau's in his situation. <laughs> you know, he's facing backlash as well. Pressure, I should say. Yeah, definitely. He's going to be on the hot seat. Yeah. I feel like. I think so. I mean, they brought his whole team. <laughs> his whole Chicago team there, basically. <laughs> it's interesting that none, like, I'm, I'm still waiting for in the next few days maybe, but, like, Maybe maybe he's really onto something if none of the players are having an issue with him. What do you mean? Maybe if if he's you know having a players only meeting and and figure it talking to the guys and getting them energized. Yeah. I mean, success can fix all these other issues that they're talking about. Oh yeah, definitely. I I think it's fixable. I mean, he kind of said in there that it might be, but you know he just doesn't think so. Yeah. But I think. I think in a way it's a challenge to them, you know, him saying I'm going to leave. I think yeah. is, it could be in his own kind of twisted way. Not yeah, really maybe twisted. He's, maybe he's kind of like, I don't want to say presenting an ultimatum, but maybe it's his way of pushing them. Right. Exactly. And I think the interview, him saying that to me is not, I think that could be like a challenge saying, you know, I don't think these guys really want to change. You know how it is, how yeah, coaches are. Sure. You know, I don't think you guys really want to play, so I'm just gonna leave. How many how many times does that happen with coaches saying, you know, you guys don't want to play, so yeah. we're just gonna run the whole practice oh, just because you're not playing hard. It's happened for sure. Yeah, so I think that could be kind of Jimmy's thing. This is his punishment for them not playing hard. So you know, yeah. I'm just gonna leave. Watch this. So I, I mean, I guess we'll see. He said he's still gonna compete and it's still gonna be whatever. They, I just think Minnesota's going to have a a microscope on them. Yeah, they need to beat bad teams. They lost to so many bad teams so often last year. They need to be consistent, man. Yeah, they do. And and they need to figure out, you know, their like play style, what kind of team they are. Right. And and yeah, I just need I need more fire out of those two guys. I've I said that last year. That I need more like emotional leadership from Carl Anthony Towns 
I need to in, in Wiggins. I need to at least feel like they want to win. Right. And I get that from Towns occasionally, but I need it every game. Yeah. And I with, think Towns, Wig, with Wiggins, I don't even know what's going on. Towns just seems so uh, – it seems like an individual thing when he's on the court to me. It doesn't seem like he's pushing, like, the whole team. It seems like he does, like, one nice play for himself and he's, like, satisfied. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like he gets satisfied on his personal play. That's what it looks like. But, you know, again, we don't know. Just We just watch the games like everybody else. So, um, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see. we'll definitely keep an eye on it for it. And um, was there reports on who Miami would give for Jimmy Butler? I didn't see it if there were, so I'm not aware. Because I was curious about that. It's got to be I know, a couple of different guys. Yeah, because I know the Suns wanted – you know, dragon, the dragon back, but uh, I don't know what that would do to Miami. I feel like that would really mess Miami up big time. But I think Jimmy Butler could fit there at the point guard. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> That's what they have. Who's their other point guards? You got me there. I'm not really sure. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And the Suns have no point guard to offer. <laughs> That's why they're getting one. And I don't think Jimmy wants to be like – I don't think Tyus Jones is going to be the starting point guard for an NBA team ever. So I, <laughs> it's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah, so I don't know what that trade like does for the Heat, but give him Jimmy Butler. Give, having Jimmy Butler and not having a point guard – you know, you're yeah, just I'm bad. not sure, man. Maybe bring a few more. The Heat are kind of stuck in a like their roster is just kind of stuck where they can't really make a, a move. Like one single move won't fix them or improve them drastically. Yeah, I think if they're going to trade Dragic, they should trade Whiteside too. They should just go ahead and let them both go. I mean, if, if I get. But then I don't know what they get at center. Like you're right, I don't know. It would take a lot of trades because they have no good backups that I think could just fit into the starting lineup. Other than like they have a lot of good two guards, but not a lot of starters. Yeah, Miami's a strange team, <laughs> and it's tough because I think they overachieve. So you can't really gauge how good or bad they are. Right. As a roster. Right. And plus, they they have done, like, what they did the last two seasons without waiters pretty much both seasons. Yeah. Waiters comes and goes. Then, you know, is Jimmy and waiters on the same team? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be exciting. <laughs> For the locker room, it'll be exciting. <laughs> he has a problem with people's effort now. Check Waiters out. I mean, Waiters has Waiters so many... Waiters a st- strange guy. So many sleeping games. He does, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm off that now. <laughs> what else we got for the league? The... What'd you think of Lakers-Warriors? Uh, um, I missed the game, so you got to tell me what you took away. <laughs> um... 
the Warriors need a center. Uh, they need a center until Cousins comes. If it's somebody trash, that's fine. But it's not Damian Jones, whoever he is. He's not gonna cut it. I know they that. Need a placeholder. Yeah. If I mean, <laughs> as much as I thought he was trash, Festus Azili would even help them right now. Yeah. With that team, as, mu- as great as their four is, they can't play four on five. No, they can't. And when their bench is not as good as it was at all. Yeah. Even as it was last year, and it wasn't the, great. The age, the age is really starting to catch up to their bench. Yeah, Iguodala played great this game, though. I will say that. And he's mm-hmm. the oldest coming off the bench, I think. Um, but Bell, I don't know what, man. I like Bell a lot, but his head is just not there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got that JaVale in him. <laughs> He definitely does. He does. <laughs> He's obviously the ceiling's a lot higher, but well, I guess we'll we'll check it out. Which ceiling is higher? <laughs> Jordan Bell. Okay, it's not much higher to me right now. At least Heck, it doesn't well, look like it. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see. I guess I, I see the dream on comparisons, but overall, back to the game. Um, the Lakers are just showtime, man. I I don't know. If they're gonna be able to like goof off as much as they did with all the alley oops and stuff, like often in the league, but they're they're dangerous. They are, but they have a lot of guys who are streaky. So if yeah, everyone shooting, is shooting, shooting is real suspect. Yeah, catch and shoot shooting, which is LeBron's necessity. Forte. Yeah, yeah, LeBron always demands that on his teams. So if they're not good catch and shoot, not a good catch and shoot team, I think they're gonna have r- rough nights. They were shooting pretty well. They played good D, but you know it's preseason. Warriors weren't playing hard. You know half of them didn't play the whole game. Draymond wasn't there. Did Durant so, really foul out? Yeah. He is poo for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, Durant, I saw had some nice, he had a little three in LeBron's face. Yeah, Durant got a tech. I mean, it, like, I don't know why they keep getting techs in preseason, first of all. But, it's, I don't know, man. It they just, the, the Warriors is hard to, about. yeah, it's hard to say anything about the Warriors. Oh, yeah, they're going to be fine. Yeah, because you never know when they're playing hard or when they're not. I so. said I said they can't play four on five, but, I mean, I think they could get by during the season. Some of some games, I think. No. I mean, yeah, I think they'll suffer a few more losses this year. I wouldn't be surprised if they again missed out on the number one seed. Yeah, they can't do that this year, though, in my opinion. And there's too and many like, good teams in the West. And still make it to the finals is what you mean? Oh no, they. I think they. Pro- I think they probably still will make it to the finals, but it'll be a lot harder if they don't make it number one seed. Yeah, I mean, it was tough against Houston, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, but that was number one and number two, right? Yeah. I'm saying first two rounds aren't going to be easy as they were last year, and they weren't all that easy last year. But I think first two rounds will be a lot harder from the second seed than the second or third seed, whatever they plan on doing, if they start a rookie at the center. Or not a rookie, but... He basically is a rookie because it's mm-hmm. probably the most minutes he's ever gotten. 
Yeah, what about uh, what Lonzo look like? <laughs> His first shot was an air ball. So shout out to Lonzo. The well, new might, jumper is in effect. <laughs> but the sounds next exactly like what I would expect. <laughs> <laughs> he had one three, I think, later. He had an yeah. alley oop. I think that I saw I saw the alley oop. It was a good play. Yeah, you know, man. He's looking just, surprisingly springy for a guy who's coming off a leg injury. And <laughs> we talked about that. Yes. I won't get, <laughs> Conspiracies. I won't get too deep into that. I let the I let the listeners think about that one. Right. Um I tell you what, man. When I think Lonzo is good for them because he's really not a point guard to me. Me personally. He's really not a point guard to me. He's just a big dude who can pass, right? And he's fast. He's really not good at a lot of things, but passing. And he's athletic. Um so he's good because LeBron really is the point guard ninety percent of the time he's on the court no matter who else is out there. So when LeBron and Lonzo play together, I think Lonzo is, he can cut. He's a good cutter, just like the alley Um He's a good break starter. You know, he runs the break well. He is. He's surprisingly fast with the ball. He is. I was impressed by that last year. I was, yeah. you know, I was surprised. So I think he's going to be a good fit with LeBron because he doesn't have to have the ball all the time as a point guard. You know, Kyrie was a point guard. He's Kyrie is, is like a two guard in a point guard's body to me because he doesn't really play like a floor general right? with LeBron, so that helped. But when Kyrie didn't have the ball, Kyrie was, you know, just out there running around with LeBron. And then when they gave him the ball, it was just one on five for that possession with Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So I think that Lonzo would be a good fit because he can do something without the ball. He can cut. He's working on his catch-and-shoot threes. He's working on it, apparently. Um, he can catch alley-oops. So he plays just like another small forward out there to me without the ball. So um, I think he's, I think he's a good fit, man. He didn't look great, but he didn't look bad at all for sure. Lance Lance Stevenson was a really good fit with them last night. Played good, good D. Uh, but can good. I count on that? Well, one thing I think you will count on is his energy. And, uh, I, and think, I like that because I think that helps a guy like LeBron, who's you know who I think needs. I think he was missing a little bit of that last year. Yes, it helps the whole team. Cause I mean Ingram is a low energy guy. I don't. I've been watching Ingram since high school. I can't remember what Ingram's voice sounds like. <laughs> um you're right yeah rondo is a low energy guy um caldwell pope is just too energetic most of the time <laughs> <laughs> he just runs and jumps and falls all over the place yeah he is a little wild with it so i think you know uh lance is a good thermostat kind of guy you know he's yeah. a good okay we're let's calm down or th- let's turn up. He's one of those guys. And I think he helped Indiana win a lot of regular season games last year. Oh, oh yeah, he did. Just because, not even like, he had some good fourth quarter like performances, but just like a highlight here and there, a setup for, you know, one of the big men. And he just, he gets the team into the game and then the energy's overall better. Everybody plays better. Even Lance's bad plays are energetic. Yeah. And, and I think that this team 
with the freak athletes they have, I think his bad plays will be fine. Having JaVale, if you miss a shot with JaVale, it could always be a tap dunk at any time. You never know. For sure. JaVale Opposed to missing a shot with, like, Hibbert or Turner, who just weren't as, you know, springy as McGee. So, yeah. I think they'll be okay, man. I really do. Again, I think LeBron needs to learn how to be off the ball some, how to kind of play a role player kind of game. Not all the time, and it's not him, but he's going to learn how to switch it off, on and off, you know, Mm because they got a lot of good players. Yeah, that's that's all I had about them, man. It was a good good, uh, preview. I don't really like the doubleheader preseason thing, though. They're really like trying that. to push the preseason to be, like, be a big deal. Yeah, I don't like that. I really don't. Cause why did why was that game on TV? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that it was, but I mean, to watch a half of like the stars or yeah. three quarters of the stars, and it really the outcome not matter. I don't want to see that. Plus, I kind of wish they didn't. I kind of wish they waited to make the, you know, big teams play in the regular season, like never see each other until then. Because now, you know, LeBron always says he's uh, plotting when he loses a game. I'm analyzing. I'm seeing what they do when I do this. You know, he brings it all the, all the science into the game. So I kind of didn't want that. I want him to be shot the first time they play him. <laughs> I want to add some add more drama, you know? Yeah, I got you. Because uh, I bet if they win, I bet LeBron's like, you know, man, I saw him in preseason, and I learned this from watching them. and You, you know what I mean? Watch. Yeah, I got you. Watch when they beat him. He says that exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I got. You got any um, anything to say about him? I know nah. you missed the game, but any uh, – observations from highlights or anything no i mean it's from what from some of the highlights i mean lebron he had like some of the, the crazy buzzer beater and the like the little and one layup he had yeah uh yeah man i think they're exciting i even if they lose a bunch of games they're gonna be on tv every other night yeah and i they better be because i can't imagine wanting to watch anybody more than them right now I totally agree. Yeah, there's no one I want to see more. I I'm they're not I'm not most curious about them, but I definitely if I want excitement, definitely want to see them the most for sure. I tell you what, I will uh, keeping basketball a little bit longer. I did you see Trey Young's uh, game winner? I sure did. I I gotta say I like it. Yeah. If he can hit those shots like that. <laughs> from the logo <laughs> it doesn't I don't need him to hit you know multiple shots like that a game oh big shots you're saying are you saying yeah, the range or the big shot the clutch if he could keep that range like if uh, you have to guard him out there yeah I think it could be a serious problem yeah for sure and again I think like most people say now and I said it um, you know early in the podcast I think Trey's passing is so underrated it is to get double-digit assists on that team he had at Oklahoma is nothing short of a miracle. 
<laughs> it's going to be a miracle in Atlanta when he has big assist <laughs> nights. You're right. You're right. But at least he has some guys who have some, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's playing in the NBA, so guys are going to finish. But Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got Vince out there. <laughs> a legendary <laughs> finisher. Uh, yeah, like 15 years ago. <laughs> right. Uh, nah, I, I shout out to Vince. Uh, great player. He got Collins. Collins is a tough player, man. I I think he's gonna be a good player in the future for sure. I, I still I'm not gonna. I still like Baysmore. I don't like him as a like a main rotation guy. Yeah. But I like him if he was more maybe like a sixth seventh man. I don't mind that. Yeah, I think he's a really good six man. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I like the energy he plays with, it. and he's actually gotten better, which of, I always support guys who like show noticeable improvements in their game. Yeah, he definitely has, for sure. Yeah, I like I've always liked Bazemore. I think he's um underrated in his uh um contributions on the court. Yeah. He does a lot. They also have another guy, uh who who's the who the dark skinned guy I'm missing? Prince. Torian Prince. Prince? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking forward because he had some big games last year. Yeah, uh, I like how, I like like the style which he plays under control. Is you know doesn't really force anything. Yeah, and he's he's versatile. He can do a lot of things too. Yeah, he reminds me a little bit. Well, no, nah, I'm not gonna get into comparisons, but he he um he has a game that lasts a long time. I'll say right. that. He can um he may have a place in the league for a long time. Um. Yeah, uh, so you watched the Bulls game? I did not, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So that was the game I really wanted to see it because I think we said on here that the Bulls were a team to watch, a sleeper team. Um, Bulls look good, man. They look really, really good. And before I get to the Bulls, the Pacers, we haven't mentioned the Pacers much when we talk about the East. You know, the Pacers no, had a good right. run last year. You're right. They had a good run, and they added Tyreek. They didn't lose anything, did they? Um, Stevenson? Yes. <laughs> That's it, right? I think. Yeah. Corey Joseph was their backup last year? Right. Yeah, is he yeah. still there? I, I think so. But Holiday got a lot of minutes and played really good off the bench yeah holiday's a good pickup for them he is it, uh, this rookie class is gonna be underrated to me too overall i think i think rookies, there'll be more guys who contribute like the earlier yeah i think so too like yeah. i think bridges for um for charlotte will do some damage definitely he's not gonna have like 30 point games but he'll have some highlights he'll have some like maybe maybe a 2010 game here and there uh, yeah, I definitely think so too. Yeah, I think there'll be games where he gets off. The I think um the other kid um Gilgis Alexander for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna um I think he's gonna make some noise. He looks interesting. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would like I don't know how good the Clippers will be, but lining up or starting against Avery Bradley and Patrick Beverly. Yeah. That's going to be tough, man. It is. 
They're going to win some games just because they're going to be locking up some of the, some of the you know, lesser teams. Right. The teams that don't have the crazy backcourts. Yeah, or the and the young backcourts, too. Like, I, I could see Dallas having a hard time against yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, definitely. You know, a young backcourt against those seasoned vets. Uh, you know, defensive specialists, yeah. I, de- I agree. Definitely agree. Um, back to the Bulls. I think the Bulls are underrated in their athleticism. Their athleticism is crazy, man. I, I was... I forgot like how athletic all of them are. Yeah. Like Dunn is, you know, he's fast, he's quick, he can Dunn's jump. got that like Patrick Beverly game to him too. And but more athletic. You yeah. know, like Dunn'll dunk on you. He will. Um and then obviously Levine. I keep forgetting about Levine. Like Levine to me was on the verge of breaking out at Minnesota. He was. Like, he people was. forget how he was, like, going crazy at one point. <laughs> he did have a couple of really crazy games that people just brushed under the rug. Yeah, I remember late in the year, I think this was maybe not last year, but the year before, he lit the Warriors up. He did, yep. He gave them, like, 38 or something. I was like, wow. Like, I didn't think, it's, I didn't think he was a, as capable of a shooter as he is. Yeah, I didn't, um... Like yeah, he's as not, a rookie, he's not a, I didn't either. Right, he's not a, like a knockdown, you know, a, he's not a specialist. But he could get hot, and he'll get you three or four in a row. Yeah. And he's just so tough to guard. Because so, what do you, you know, when he's shooting well, if you come out too far and he gets yeah, past you, you can forget about it. He's booming on your center, yeah. Yeah. You get highlights. Body control, I mean, he has that. I mean, like one of the only people ever going to dunk contest and not miss a dunk twice. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's tough, man. And then you got Parker is back playing well. And as I said to you in, you know, our messages, Bobby Portis is going to make noise this year, man, for sure. He's a beast hitting threes, blocking shots, Dunking on people, he's gonna have some big games too. Nothing crazy, but he's he's gonna be a consistent, good role player for this team. They're gonna have a good team. And then um, what's the Duke kid's name again? Uh, um, Carter. Carter Wendell. Yeah, he's he's tough. He's a really good shot blocker. That's something you really can't teach, you know, and um. I also like protector. that they they still got a good vet in Robin Lopez. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yep. And he's one of those guys. He doesn't hurt you, right? Uh, not like Brook, where Brook just disappears for the game. Robin's there. He he'll make a hard foul if he has to. He's he's uh, you don't lose him on the court. Isn't you never realize you he's always there. That's all. Um. Who else they have? I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody good. Um, Coming off the bench, I'm... Uh, Payne? <laughs> campaign? No, thank you. <laughs> I'll pass on that one. He had a couple buckets. <laughs> he did that in Oklahoma City, too. <laughs> oh, um, I know he's hurt like for the year, but Markinen. 
What happened? Why is he hurt for the year? Uh, not for the year, but he's he started out. He's gonna start the year out hurt. Oh, 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 totally. Again, another guy I totally forgot. And Valentine, Denzel Valentine. Last I year he had, he had a good year last year. Did he? Yeah. He shot well. He got. I think he got hurt too. But he shot well. He's a good passer. <coughs> they got um the other holiday. One of the three holidays was Justin. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He can shoot. He's streaky, but I think they don't need. They just have a really good balanced team. You know, I don't think they need a lot of superstars on this team. I think and just it, inexperience will be a problem for them. Yeah, I agree. A lot of those know, guys, it's just tough. Yeah, and they don't have a go-to guy. Uh, I guess Levine would be it, but I'm not sure. And um, I guess that'll just be they'll just have to figure that out. They may just go to whoever is hot. Um, I think they'll be a good team, though. I think that it kind of reminded me of the Jazz in the uh, That's in the interesting, East. yeah. Kind of young guns. Everybody is good, but nobody's amazing. Um, you know, so we'll see. I think they're a team to watch. I think they may sneak into the playoffs. They may sneak into the playoffs. I've been hearing a lot about um, the Wizards, though, man. I, I, people have been saying that they're uh getting slept on they've been getting slept on <laughs> what do you want me to say <laughs> have you seen any clips i i haven't really to be honest with you okay uh right. but I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to just starting the season out and watching uh i got a little knee injury so it looks like i'm gonna be out for a little while so i'm gonna have more time to check out all their games yeah do you know uh who they play first <sighs> i honestly don't yeah, I don't either. But um, but I'll I'd be like watching opening night. I guarantee that. Yeah, I'd like to see that first game. Well, first, first good game. I don't want to see them play. The yeah, Magic they they usually game. get a easy. I mean, last year they played Philly, but at that point we didn't know Philly was a playoff team. So. <laughs> right. They usually get a couple of gimmies to start the year. <laughs> right. That's important sometimes. Especially when, definitely. Especially when you don't have everyone for preseason, you gotta have you know one game to feel out with new guys. Yeah. Even though Scott Brooks doesn't make much new changes, but that's a conversation for another day. What else we got, man? <coughs> uh, basketball. I think that's it. Unless there's any other interesting teams that you want to talk about. No, I haven't seen anything else on any other teams. I haven't seen any uh, any other news. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I got to bring it up because I have the game on and I'm peeking at it here and there. Oh, no. I'm not, it's not much of a rant. It's more of a, dude, the Giants got a a, a special player, man. In. And, and Barkley. I mean, oh, yeah. It's every time I look at him, every time he gets the ball, he he's breaking tackles, like multiple tackles. He's he's a beast, man. Uh, to say that people like to say the Giants made a mistake is, I just don't get it, man. I I really don't. Yeah. I'm not gonna go into the game because you know, I mean it's not good for the Giants, but it's a long game. It's early, so. 
Yeah, and we talked a little bit about the uh, mistake thing, but let's we can go into it some more. Go ahead. Get There's it not on. much to go into. It's just I feel like people are sleeping on almost the position at this point. Yeah, the I whole, think so with too. With the whole thing that is playing out with Le'Veon Bell and. And there's been other there's been other running backs that that have had issues. Yeah. But if if you have a quality coach, I feel like like you can use him as such a weapon. Yeah. And this might be ignorant of me, but like for, for people who play Madden, like the running back, if you have a good running back in Madden, your <laughs> offense is so much better. It is. <laughs> it's not ignorant at all. So You're like right. I I just don't understand why all these there's this like, there's this shift of we have to throw fifty times a game. Right. I don't think you have to do that at all. So it's it's frustrating. Football. There's a lot of things go on in football that I just like question at times. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Uh, I don't know, man. I think with the media in football, for some reason. Maybe because I'm not a big football, you know, connoisseur, but I don't see what the media says sees in football often. I got you. It's I think you know what it is. It's because they play 16 times a year, right? As opposed to you know 80 or 100 or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, what do you so mean? So you you don't get that sample size. You don't get that consistency of. Like, this guy could play at a this high of a level. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So you get, I mean, Kansas City, uh, Patrick Mahomes looks phenomenal. Right. But it's been four or five games? Yeah. I mean, like, at and, I mean, he didn't even have a good game last game. So it's, I mean, five games later, and people are talking about that, you know, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks Andy Reid has ever had. <laughs> and, like, he's already a top-tier quarterback. Like, five games? Right. <laughs> Look, I mean, Dak Prescott did the exact same thing his rookie year. Yeah. And Dak Prescott looks like a bum now to me. And they, they finished 15-1 and one that year, right? Or something? It's like 13-3, and 14-2, and two, one of those. I know they had a really low loss record. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah. I get it. Right, and, and they and they do base their opinions, I think, off of potential and capability rather than like what actually happens. I think scouting is so much like more valuable in football because of that. Yeah, it is. I think, but I sometimes think they overvalue it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's it, you got that balance is so difficult. Yeah, cuz cuz they'll say, you know, uh Fitzpatrick is streaky, you know, sit him down. He 3 years ago he did this and that and then like, you know, then Winston comes out there and is stinking it up too. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if he's playing good now, they should just live in the moment. I'm not saying in Fitzpatrick's case, but I'm saying overall they don't live in the moment sometimes. They base stuff off of, like, historical record and stuff that may not happen again. doesn't always happen again. Because <laughs> if <laughs> we were saying Mahomes was the best, think about Brandon Jennings' rookie year. <laughs> right, exactly. 
Shout out to Brandon Jennings, man. <sighs> Phil Jackson said, I I'm supposed to be sixth man of the year. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and move on from that. <laughs> right. Oh, what about um, uh, McGregor, man? We missed that. That's right. We did. And we almost missed it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, neither of us saw the fight. I saw the fight, all right. <laughs> oh, you watched it? No, I'm saying I saw the end. Oh, the okay, aftermath. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little brawl going on. That was wild, man. <laughs> he just soared into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to like you all. You know, I don't. I, I don't really want to see that. Yeah. Because you never know how it could play out. I mean, if he had seriously injured somebody. Or maybe if, you know, by some case he got seriously injured, it would have just been a shitty situation. Right. It would have been, for sure. But, you know, he is Russian, so I can't speak, and I, I, I know a little <laughs> bit about him. Wow. Wow, the nationality so, card. Yeah, he comes from, <laughs> he comes from a, like, a very strict background from what I heard, so. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I get, I get him taking some of the stuff personally. Sh I'm, like I said, should he have reacted that way? No, but mm -hmm. he's a proud guy, and sometimes you, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, even if it means <laughs> going into the crowd to knock some people out. Uh, hopefully not. I mean, <laughs> like I, that's, I said, he shouldn't have done it. It's just... Yeah, I get it. The, the, get pride, the level of pride there is something that I think people don't understand. Yeah, for sure. Not that, like I said, it doesn't excuse him, but at least it provides an explanation for why he did what he did. Yeah. No matter how much of a mess it was. Yeah, I get it. For sure. A, a, a lot of people miss that overall when they watch boxing or, uh, you know, UFC or any kind of, really any sporting event. They miss the customs. It's not always the same everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's a different world. Certain things fly in certain places, especially in America. They let stuff fly that really shouldn't fly anywhere else. So, yeah. Let me ask you something. Where does Connor go from here? <sighs> um, is he going for the straight for the rematch? He should go into acting like Ronda Rousey did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. He's done, man. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like his his best days are behind him. Yeah. At this point, I think even if he fights, it'll just be a publicity thing. I think guys will fight him just for a payday. Yeah, for sure. And if it's not a payday, it'll just be for, you know, whatever, an easy win on the record. He may be one of those guys that just takes L's for a living from now on. Wow, takes L's? Yeah. And wow, I don't mean, that's... when I say that, I don't mean like he gets knocked out all the time. I'm saying I think he's one of those guys who just kind of goes in there and just spars for someone who's actually better and is actually going to be good in the future. I, I don't think he's going to like come out and like start winning often again. He may win another one or I two. Think, I think he'll just be a middle of the pack guy if he sticks around. Yeah. I, maybe. But I can't, at the same time, I say that. 
But I can't picture that happening. Because he's so Just, arrogant. Yeah. He'll always be arrogant. I don't so think that's going to change. I think, I think he'll, if if what you say happens, Yeah. I feel like in a few, um, he'll get knocked out one or two more times, or he'll lose a few more fights, and he might call it a day, uh, call it a career. Yeah. I think he'll fight for, maybe fight the best guys for some money and get beat and then just move on. <laughs> or maybe not get beat. Maybe he'll win. He may catch one. I'm not saying he'll never win again. I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just saying I think he'll be someone that young, up-and-coming, like, really good fighters will fight just for the street cred, just okay, to move yeah, up. That, I got you. Like yeah. a good promotional guy, like a stepping stone guy. Exactly, yeah. That's what I mean. And when I said take L's, I think he's going to lose most of those fights. But he, I'm not saying he can't win them. But I think he right. will be a guy that people look for for a win. So Yeah, I'm with you. We'll see, man. Shout out to Connor. Shout out to Connor. He might, you know... You know who Adrian Broner is, right? The boxer. Yeah, yeah. That's who he reminds me of right now. The cockiness, the L's. <laughs> you know. Similar career path. Yes. Broner I has won you. some, but he's not beating anyone important. So. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, McGregor was kind of on top for a second. Broner had that. Uh, he punched the lady at the casino or something. So that that was his kind of off the canvas uh folly that he had so mcgregor is throwing chairs at buses and stuff so you know <laughs> you know i think it's similar we'll see what else we got for sports man that's it yeah man i think that's it um yeah, I think so. All right. Uh I'll play the, I'll get a transition song. Um this is this is a song it's kind of from a while back, a couple of years, but uh kind of went under the radar, but I think it's a good track, man. I'm going to hit it. Yeah. Todd Dollar, what's up, nigga? What's up, bro? Ain't shit. Hey, nigga, you know we got motherfucking touchdowns on the albums, but, you know, I know niggas want to hear what we be coming yeah. up with. Let's let's give some shit, bro. Man, let's drop some, man. Let's go. All right, cool. Let's do it. Come on. Said she want to be killed like a flick in the winter. Nah, nah. She asked me how do I feel. Nah, nah. You know snitches get stitches, snitches get stitches Ignorance is bliss, can a nigga get a witness? I'll tell you what, I ain't got a trick on that No, no, I ain't trickin' on you I ain't trickin', I ain't trickin' on you They be trickin' on you, but I ain't trickin' on you They be snitchin', tell me all about you I'ma take my time, that's what a nigga gon' do I ain't trickin', I ain't trickin' on you They be trickin' on you, but I ain't trickin' on you Yeah, tell me all about you you ain't got a plan on it Me sitting on the stand with a Bible with a hand on it They be talking like the man on it You can play the tape and understand what he's saying on it Nigga sounding like Sam on it Teflon down while you sticking to the pan on it From a good fella to a teller Niggas dropping dimes in the bags and the bands on it 
I'ma just land on it. Plant my flag like a moon with a man on it. Baby singing to the choir with a wire. This the 18 gold chains with the van on it. Gold chains with the van on it. Life is a beach with sand and the tan on it. But it's getting too hot. Spread the money out now, looking like a fan on it. Like a pink in the winter. No, no. She asked me how do I feel. No, no. You know, snitches get stitches, stitches get stitches. Ignorance is bliss. Can a nigga get a witness? I tell you what. I ain't got a trick on that. No, no. I ain't tripping on you. I ain't tripping, I ain't tricking on you. I ain't tricking on you. But I ain't tricking on you. Baby, snitches tell me all about you. I'ma take my time. That's what a nigga gon' do. I ain't tripping, I ain't tricking on you. Baby, tricking on you. But I ain't tricking on you. Tell me all about you. No, now if you only no. love it for the money, money, money. mean you gon' leave it to come and take it from it. Huh? Now I ain't saying I ain't Fort Knox, but you never know who be at the door when the door knock, 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 knock. That's why we keep the door locked. Keep an open mind, but I ain't messing with the door stops. God forbid that the door stop. If the paper wrinkle, we can hit it with the Botox. Hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Nigga, hit it, get four hit shots, smelling new money. Call it their nose jobs. Yeah, and we've been working for it so hard. Better believe we ain't hurting for a blowjob. Why you twerking for it so hard? Working with them people for some go, y'all. Keep my mind on them go bars. Crucial, 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 cold hard, baby. She wanna be held like a pink in the winter. No, no. She asked me how do I feel. No, no. You know snitches get stitches, snitches get stitches. Ignorance is bliss, can a nigga get a witness? I tell you what. Independent women get the all cool. Gold digging bitches get the dog food. Don't misinterpret what you're hearing. I ain't trying to get out. I'm trying to put some years in. Years. And you gotta lay a foundation. Yeah. Break it down, basic. Can't play around paint. Nah. Niggas ain't saying they ain't making down payments. Yeah. Wayne at the station, turn the stage, make statements. She, she wanna be held like a pink in the winter. No, no. She asked me how do I feel. No, no. You know, snitches get stitches, snitches get stitches. Ignorance is bliss. Can a nigga get a witness? I tell you what. So what we got? Any new music you listen to? No, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to anything. Yeah, man, me either, man. <laughs> this might be a slow. No, slow I mean I, I went back to some stuff. 
Okay, like what? I did go back to some stuff that uh that'll lead into our uh our list, our top five that we're getting back into. Okay. All so right. we decided in our own no clue fashion <laughs> to uh do a little summer recap a month and a half after summer ended. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to get into top, uh, I thought we could do a top five albums of the summer, just some stuff that we enjoyed. And I, I went back to some of these projects that I got on my list. Okay. It right. gave me interesting perspective on stuff. Okay. Like what? So I'll go, I'll go straight. I, I'll throw out my five and then I'll, I'll tell you like the low things, things I took away from it. Okay. Uh, Kamikaze snuck in at number five. <laughs> Snuck in, okay. I gotta be honest, it was a big fight between Kamikaze and uh, Scorpion. Wow, okay. And yeah, it's interesting that maybe of all the like reviews we've done, yeah, Scorpion probably got my best review. Well, not my best, but one of my best reviews. Yeah. But I gotta be honest, man. Is I don't know if it's the length or what, but it just albums that long. It just doesn't age that well. All right. Now, the songs that I enjoyed, you know, initially, I still enjoy. Right. But it, there's just, I just didn't have that, it, it doesn't have that replay value for me. Okay. And that's kind of what it comes down to when you kind of go back to stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, I enjoyed Eminem's album a lot, actually. I'm still listening to a lot of the tracks. Uh, the Royce track is, I really love. Uh, I really like the opening track, The Ringer. Mm-hmm. And energy's great, man. He's rapping really well. He's back to he's back to his you know his good days. Right. So at, at number four, I got uh, and we'll probably share this one, but Astro World. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what can I say about it? We talked about it. It's a good album. A lot of fun, fun songs. A lot of hits. Uh, all the fe- most of the features come to play. Okay. And Tra- Travis does a good job. Yeah, for sure. At number three, I got one of the more underrated projects, but uh, Denzel Curry, Taboo. Okay, yeah. And All I right. gave it a good review. I gave it a little bit of a ambiguous review because, you know, it's 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 a little bit different. I don't think I don't think everybody will enjoy the style that which he raps with. Mm-hmm. But I think for the right ear, man, this, this real—it sounds really good. I really like his bars. I really like the energy he comes on pretty much every track, and he's capable of making not just rapping. He's capable of like throwing in a sound that's pretty interesting or pretty unique. Right. Yep. Uh, and these next two, I, I mean, are these next two are for sure making my end of the year list. But uh, I got international artist at two. Okay. Uh, wow. Phenomenal right. project. That, that's a shocker Just, to me. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. <laughs> okay. I mean, the songs that I didn't initially care about have grown on me and have become better than some of the songs I liked previously. Uh huh. And I, I mean, I, I. I enjoy playing it in any situation for working out, for just music, for like car music, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at number one, I'm I'd be surprised if you had anything else but Bloom. <laughs> yes. 
For I mean, sure. it's it's the best made project that I've heard. Yeah. Um, of this of the summer for sure. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, man, I I think it was phenomenal from start to finish. There's maybe a couple filler tracks, but it's the sound is borderline flawless. Yeah. I'm with you on that for sure. So yeah, that's a quick five. I mean, I, I went through. Uh, I didn't really have ch- besides those projects. I didn't touch on any of the other. Obviously, Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, but the summer was kind of underwhelming. Looking back on it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Especially from a, like mainstream releases. Yeah, and you know the whole Kanye situation, kind of, right. you know, shook summer up in a way to me, and not in a good way. Definitely not. It kind of strangled the summer to me. Because <laughs> then everyone else's music seemed like it revolved around what he was doing. I didn't like that. I mean, to be fair, if Daytona came out in the summer, which I think it just missed, mm-hmm. uh, I think I would have put it, it would have made my top five. Okay. I Yeah, I can see that. I'm not mad at that. All right. Um, <clears throat> my top five... Uh, yeah, man, I, I I just went off stuff that I do still listen to a lot from the summer. Yeah, it comes down to replay value. It does, yeah. And um, yeah. So my fifth is uh, No Cap by Cap G. And it, I recognize it's not like a better album than most. Probably all the albums we said is probably the worst, but not. It's energetic, and I like the energy. That's why I replay it a lot because I can always go back to the energy. You know, you can never have too much energy. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my uh, fifth. I don't have much to say about that. My fourth is uh, 4275 by Jacques. And I. It made your top five? Of the summer? Yeah. Yeah, the summer, yeah. Wow, you had an underwhelming summer, man. <laughs> well, my top three, I played a lot. That's one reason why. Not gonna lie to you, that album going back, I, I went back to it like maybe a month ago. It, it's messy. It's messy. It's messy, but I still go back to a lot of the songs off there. Yeah, there are some good tracks. Yeah, they, you know, there's some like songs. Great tracks, excuse me. Yeah, there's some albums I think, I for sure think are better, but I go back to maybe one song off there, like often, but you know, 4275, I go back to a couple of songs. Well, more than a couple, a lot of songs. Um, at third, I have Astro World, of course. Uh, great album. Like you said, the features great. Um, if he maybe if he deleted maybe two or three songs, it would be flawless for sure. Uh, I would replay values just up there. I mean, yeah. If Travis. you heard it, and you like Travis, there's not much else to say. It really isn't. Um. Second, man, Scorpion is my second, man. I, I go back to Scorpion a lot, rapping and singing. But I definitely agree with you on the length because when I do go back to Scorpion, I don't play more than maybe four songs at a time because I just don't want to hear all 20 songs. Yeah. But it's a good mood album that if I'm in a certain mood, there's like three songs per mood on that album you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um yeah that's my second uh and of course we have the same first 
Troy Sivan, Bloom. Uh, one of the more flawless albums I've heard in a long time. Uh, and it just... It just it enhances feelings to me. Like, not a lot of albums yeah. I can listen to and I just don't feel anything. I think it's good, but Bloom makes me really feel stuff. And it's just... It's a great album, man. I feel like that's what music is supposed to do, and it was just great music. That whole album is just great music. So, um, and yeah. I would recommend it to anybody. Like, yeah, it's, I feel like anybody can enjoy it for sure. If not all of it, there's definitely something on there you can enjoy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah man. What, what other, what other things did it make you realize? Like you said, it made you. Uh, um, well, I left some things out just because I didn't want to throw my top five. I had a couple of projects that I really love that'll probably make my end of the year list. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get a chance to go back to them over the last few days. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to, you know, bring it up here because I don't I kind of like don't I got to go back to it to really see how I still feel about it. Okay. You want to uh, throw any names out? I mean, J-Rock. J-Rock will yeah. make my list guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, but I've, we've talked about him so much that I, I wanted to give some other albums shine. Right. Yeah. Um, and the other one was Mike Shinoda that I've been praising that I'll save. I'll probably throw a few more gems out from that album before the year's up. All right. Yeah, that's fair. So I'll tell you one thing. I, what I really – I went back to uh, Rolling Papers too. <laughs> okay and i gotta tell you man i'm like it's frustrating that i had high expectations for that album right and while i take away some tracks just because wiz khalifa is good at that uh-huh wiz khalifa i feel like he if anything that he does well it's provided those fun tracks with replay value yeah but man as an album it's it's tough to get through I agree. It's so long, and there's so many, there's so many awful songs. <laughs> That's the thing. Like Wiz Khalifa, like he'll have highs, you know, he'll have, you know, hits, a lot of them. But man, Wiz Khalifa will have some lows too, like <laughs> some l very low lows. Yeah, Wiz definitely has some songs that are hard to listen to, in my and opinion. And it's tough sure. with that inconsistency. It's just tough. Yeah. Because I could give you a guy like, um, well, for example, Nipsey Hussle's album, which probably would have made a top five, but it came out in like April, I think. But yeah, I think his um, his hits, like the, his ceiling isn't as high, but his floor also isn't as low. So you get more of a consistent music output. You're saying Nipsey's floor isn't as low as Wiz's? No. All right. Okay. Yeah. I think just because just the rapping on its own, I feel like can carry a track to. Yeah, he's a bit being better than some of the things that Wiz puts out. Yeah, he's a better rapper for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that consistency makes an album better. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm if I'm going back to two to four tracks, you didn't make a good album. Right. You made some hits, and that's good. That's always good. Yeah. But if nothing's around it, then I'm not going to give you credit for the whole project. Right. My other problem with Wiz is 
I I think Wiz in the past I gave Wiz too much credit for his uh you know, his ability to work with others. Yeah. I gave it too much credit. I realize that the people he works with is really just the same people all the time. So I think it's frustrating. Um the people he's like pushes <laughs> like his you know, his, his label crew. or like his crew people. Yeah, Chevy Woods and all those very guys. misguided, I would say. Yeah. And I, I, we've seen a lot of rappers have that problem. I think Tupac even had that problem to an extent. Yeah. I think Logic early on almost got <laughs> into that hole. The rap pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Not almost. It's, it's, he for sure did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's tough. Like, uh, he popped the Wiz Khalifa popped up a lot on a Burner's album. Oh, okay. And he yeah. and he added some and to it, it. You know, some of the tight. tracks. He, yeah, he was on a, I think three tracks. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed, I think, two of them a lot. Uh huh. So I, I think Wiz. I don't want to say he's not still capable. Because mm-hmm. he definitely is. Of making good music or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think he's just been around for so long that the content's not quite there for me. I agree. I definitely agree. Oh, speaking of him, there's this new song. Him and they have a new song. I was going to play, but um, I didn't really want to talk about Wiz. But since you brought it up, I'm... I'm going to play a snippet real quick. play the whole thing because i already played a song but um yeah man uh he's trying he's trying to get out there working with they they're a hot group right now yeah um yeah man (laughs) we'll see where wiz goes man i think wiz is taking like the out outside of music um like you know his antics are kind of getting the best of him boxing and breakups and all that stuff it's tough yeah it'd be interesting to see where he goes from here i hope he doesn't go in like a dime trap direction (laughs) (laughs) i pray no one else ever goes in that direction (laughs) yeah that's fair (laughs) (laughs) yeah please uh if anyone is listening do not go in that direction um what else we got for music man you want to just um i mean is there stuff that's upcoming like that we know for sure anything that's like this coming out friday uh let's or see. tonight let's see 
I looked yesterday. I didn't see anything big. I am excited to get into our next category, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it took me. Well, I'll, I'll get into it. Uh, I don't see anything. Nah, nobody. I gotta re- reiterate real quick, man. The Halsey track is really good. Without me. Yeah. Uh, for, for I think she's back, man. I think her next. I'm gonna be really looking forward to her next project. Okay. She's she's put out some great uh, projects in the past. Yeah, she has. And there, you know, you have to really listen to them too, because like, if you just, if you're not paying attention, you miss how good it is. Like I did that the first time I listened to the last one, and um, I kind of just let it play and I wasn't really listening and I didn't recognize to like the second or third time a couple of weeks later that I listened to all of it that it was actually really good yeah yeah it's one of those what about uh Ella what about boot up chick <laughs> what about her you gonna listen to her album uh yeah I am uh oh did I talk about the concert last time you mentioned it yeah yeah was well, she she did Okay, um, I'm going to see, uh, I don't know, she performed some songs that I hadn't heard that I thought might be good on the album. She's just not a good performer, but I'm, yeah, I'm curious to see what the album is like. Yeah, definitely got to get on it, because it'll be on everybody, all the girls' Snapchats and Instagrams, so we might as well get on it early. (laughs) We'll hear it again anyway. She's one of those artists, I think girls will play but breakup song artists i need a man artists you know yeah she makes music for the single ladies i think <laughs> for sure and that's fair i mean as long as you find your audience yeah yeah nothing wrong with that I, i'm interested Yep. there's uh rumors that lo yachty's dropping something sometime soon uh if that is indeed reality i will i will struggle through it for the podcast and I will not. So <laughs> I will not struggle through that. I completely understand. Oh man, his stardom is weird to me. I don't know why he has the fame that he has, but he has it. I'll tell you what's dropping that I just uh, learned. What? Uh, Shy Glizzy's coming out tonight. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, with a nice, juicy, uh, 19-track album. <laughs> okay. Oh, did no, you... No, I mean, to be to be fair, there's a lot of features on here. There's some interesting ones, so I, I'll probably check it out. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll I be enjoyed that little hearing. single he dropped uh, a while back. Is it the one you played? The- yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. played it like one of our earliest episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. With yeah. Tory Lanes. Yeah. Good single. Yeah, so I'll check it out. I mean, I'll probably give it one listen. If it doesn't draw me in, I'll let it go. That's fair. That's important nowadays. I think Yeah. first couple of songs th- tells a lot about an album now. Yeah, it does. But I think like it, it's a both-sided thing where... Like, yes, for a real perspective on an album, you do need to listen to it multiple times. Yeah. But I also expect the album to draw me into listening to it multiple times. Right. 
So, and I, and I feel like a lot of these albums are starting to just be, you know, random tracks being put together. Yeah. And if you if you're incapable of making great tracks, then you're not gonna you're not gonna get any replay value. And I think a lot of albums now aren't being made at the same time. I think they're right. making some tracks, taking a break, going on tour, and then making you know a couple more tracks like months later, and that that's messing stuff up big time. You know, I, and yeah. that's how I felt about Wayne's album. I kind of feel that way about Ti's album too. It just doesn't seem like it was all done. At the yeah. same time, with the same mindset, etc. Uh, yeah, man. Did you hear about the T Pain uh, surprise album or mixtape? I heard something about this. Yes. Everything must go to. When is this drop? Is this tonight? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Oh, it dropped already. Yeah. Oh, I'll be listening to that for our next episode for sure. It's long, but. I'll listen to Whoa. it too. How long is it? <laughs> I can't see. I think it's only. I don't know if it's only on SoundCloud. Oh no, it's only thirteen. It's, oh wait, 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 wait. Okay. I, I could work with that. It oh, says no. last one was thirteen. I don't see oh, how many no. is on here. But yeah, I'll I'll listen to it for sure. Yeah, if it's less than twenty, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's less than twenty. I think. Okay. But, That's all I ask these days. <laughs> right? Yeah. T-Pain is cleaning house, man. He's trying to start over. Start with a new label and everything. So um, He's getting back into it. I'm excited. I want to hear some good things from him. That last album, man, was trash. <laughs> I didn't even bother. <laughs> Oblivion? Yeah. I never Should... really... I was never really like a... He's not really a project guy for me. Okay, he's a hit guy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And and don't get me wrong, like, there's a lot of hits. Oh yeah. There's not many but, artists, current artists, who's had more hits than T Pain. Yeah. So I give him credit, man. He's had some classics. Yeah. Yeah. He he's had some classic tracks. He's never had a classic project. Yeah. Not not really. He hasn't. No. He's had albums that had a lot of classic hits on it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Shout out to T-Pain. I'm a T-Pain fan. Um, <laughs> that's all I got, man, for music. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about random stuff that popped up on, on the next episode if we listen to anything random. Yeah. Okay. I'm all, I try to be on the lookout for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> next transition. So, what we usually do, are, are you going to transition with a track? Uh, yeah, I'll transition with, with yours. Ooh, all right, sounds good. I'll I'll introduce it briefly. Um, so this is a duo that I listen to on occasion, and I don't really know a lot about them. Uh huh. Um, but but from I heard two projects from them, and they're filled with great tracks. Two projects? Okay. Yeah, and they're filled. I mean, this project that I picked this song from. I mean, it's it's got maybe like six or seven tracks that I just. They have great replay value. They sound really good. The one, the one maybe knock I would say is maybe they're not the most original group or <laughs> duo, but the rapping is really good and they're capable of make you know putting hooks together, putting good songs together. So I, uh, the the duo is called Moosh and Twist. Okay. And yeah, and this is a little little snippet from what they sound like. <laughs> 
time I had it Look me all in my face, girl I don't think that I'm drunk now I just had me a taste, girl Hate to say when I'm reckless Got me out of my zone now I didn't think that you meant this I'm just trying to go home now Like that. And I gotta say, uh, I did forget to mention that that track is from a little while back. It's from, I think, 2014. Oh, okay. But, yeah, man, I, I don't know if they're still together anymore. I, I really don't know too much about those guys. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's all right. All right, so what are we on, man? Movies? Let's get in. Yeah, man, I, we usually do for the, for the list... For the new listeners, we usually talk about movies a little bit when the sports are dry, or maybe we we don't get a chance to check out new music releases. Yeah, 
Um, and with Venom doing as well as it's doing, uh, surprisingly, considering how it's not doing well with critics. Right. But, I mean, to be fair, I wanted to ask real quick, did you did you man- see, like, are the audiences enjoying it? I really haven't seen, like, the perspective of viewers. Um, no, I haven't. You know, I've, I have just, I don't know if people are just going to see it to see it, or <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out, because there are movies that are, you know, sometimes movies get mixed in with critics and audiences feel completely different. Right. But I don't know if that's the case here. I just think this is a movie that came out at a perfect time. Right. And it's it's marketed well enough to where it's something fun to watch in theaters. And there's, I mean, not everybody wants to watch a country singer, you know, drama movie. Right. A tearjerker from what I'm hearing about it. Um, right. But, yeah, man, I think I think it's just, like, it just found the perfect moment, and it's capitalizing on it. I think you might be right. I do. And I don't want to be too critical, because I, I will go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll have a little more to say about it. But what we, what we wanted to do was talk about our favorite Marvel movies. Yep. Uh, and we, we wanted to touch on all Marvel, because... Not just a cinematic universe that's getting all the love right now, because Marvel has put out some great movies in the past. Yeah, for sure. Underrated. So, uh, I don't want to take 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 any credit away from them. Right. You want to lead the way with this one? <laughs> no, you got it. I have some oddball. Sure, ones, I, I so got. I want you to. Do I, first. So do I. I got a. I got a hot take. I got one hot take for certain. <laughs> I think I have two. Will you go first? <laughs> All right, uh, I'll get into honorable mentions after because I did have a few. Yeah, wait till, wait for me to do mine. Yeah, uh, I'll do my number five. I had to put Deadpool. Okay. I thought Deadpool, and they've done this several times, but Marvel, like, it, Deadpool was one of the times where they kind of changed the game in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, Deadpool opened up Logan, which was another great movie. Right. Um, and I, I just think they kind of flipped it, they flipped the formula, which they set, they set it. So it's interesting that they're playing around with it. They're, they're not sticking to the script. They're changing it up. They're doing different things, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool's great, man. Ryan, Re- like, for those who know Ryan Reynolds, he's born to play the role. He does a phenomenal job. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the, the f- first movie's hilarious. It's filled with great humor. Uh, yeah, and the action's really cool, too. For those who forget that Deadpool's a really solid action movie. Right. It is. Um, but getting away from that, and number four, I had Civil War. Okay. Uh, Captain America, and the, both, uh, outside of the first movie, the other two Captain America movies are both really good. Right. Um... But yeah, man, Civil War just, it, it had so many characters, and Civil War was the first movie where I was like, you know what, if they put everyone together, I think they could pull it off, just because, I mean, they haven't missed. Right. And they've done such a good job of developing all the characters, and Civil War had such a interesting storyline with, like a storyline that they've been developing and it kind of comes to a head in that movie, and it's it's so good. It's long, but it you don't feel it because you're enjoying the movie the whole time. Yeah. 
and it, and it kind of had a good message too i mean you know yeah yep okay I, I just think the overall like you know i don't want to spoil it but kind of friend versus right thing to do yes i think that's that's an interesting like subject to tackle in a movie if they haven't seen it by now they just they're not gonna see it yeah, i mean spoiler <laughs> alert so yeah. there it is for the listeners there's been two avengers movies since the three since yeah. then right well, well two one well one has come out after civil war okay yeah yeah civil war came a little bit after uh age of ultron right okay Okay, so at number three, I had a little bit of a curveball. I, I don't know if this is my hot take, but a Days of Future Past I thought was amazing. I, it sh- completely caught me off guard. Okay. Because the X-Men were kind of, they had some bad movies. Uh, First Class was okay, but it wasn't anything crazy. And I wasn't really looking forward to Days of Future Past. I didn't know how they would kind of put everybody together, but... Man, they really did a great job. The storyline is really engaging. Um, they focus on the right characters most of the movie, which is, which is a lot of the time what they what they fuck up on mm-hmm. when it comes to X Men. So I'm, yeah, man. They it just captures it perfectly. The X Men, the every character was great. It was a good movie. Okay. At number two, it's going to be my hot take. Look, it's a guilty pleasure. This is my list. (laughs) Um, And this movie, to me, has probably the most replay value out of any of these movies. Okay. I'm excited. I'm curious. Blade (laughs) 2. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Get all the laughter out. I get it. Wow. All right. Yeah, it's it's a it's for sure a curveball. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm and not, I'm mad not gonna at defend. Surprise. I'm not gonna defend it like that. It's better than the other movies. I don't think it's better than any of the other movies I I said already. But, replay but value. man, something about something about how fun the movie is. Mm-hmm. I mean, the storyline plays out in such a fun way. The movie the movie moves so quickly and never really like it slows down, but it slows down for like important character moments or important plot moments. It never drags. Uh, every like subplot is engaging to me, and I, I think it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what Marvel's best at. Their movies are fun, right? And and Wesley Snipes, man, goat. he used to be a star. I don't care what anybody says. He's a goat. And at number one, I mean, they call this the popular pick the mainstream pick mm-hmm. but infinity war yeah i mean infinity war had the most impact um i've watched it multiple times and i've loved it every single time mm-hmm. uh there's there's so much greatness in that movie does it have some flaws yeah but with a movie with that many characters that many storylines i mean it the fact that it had such few flaws just speaks to how great it is. Yeah, for sure. And and they nailed pretty much every character. You know, I had some personal issues with certain decisions, but besides that, I mean, <laughs> personal the issues. Phenomenal. My personal issues. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw out any names, Star Lord. I'm not gonna throw any names out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it, but. Yeah. Yeah, for those who I'm not gonna spoil it. You know, you gotta check out the movie, but. And again, it's a movie. I mean, 
it made how many billions of dollars? Yeah. So uh, at this point, I feel like everybody's seen it. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, it's and the ending obviously leaves you speechless. The great ending. I love how again they they change the formula. <laughs> yeah. They they go away from the like the popular move that they've set. Right. Yeah, I think that's great, man. Yeah, I love it. I, I love. I like your list. Good list. <laughs> I'm not mad at Blade. I'm just shocked. That's all. Don't think the laughter That's what was I was like, expe- I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting shock more than anything. Yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked. You got it. You got the shock. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, I re- I have the a bigger curveball. I think because mine. All right. I'll, I'll just I'll get into it later. Um, mine. I can't put them in order, but uh, fifth, X Men Days of Future Past as well. And I really enjoyed it. Wait, these are no order? No, I mean, they are in order, but loose order. Mine are in loose okay. order. That's all. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. Because um, when I watch it, it ends up moving up higher. But the five still there, stays. There are, it's tough, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I didn't get a chance to watch every movie, so. Right. I mean, my opinion could change moving forward. And it was hard for me to have anything lower than, uh, well, I'll, I'll, wait, I'll say after. Um. Yeah, man. I I enjoyed First Class. I I I really like Origins. I like the Origins and that Marvel does. I think they do a good job with Origins. Um, but Michael Fassbender, man, he he stole the show that movie to me, and it was and he's stolen the show to me in every move in every movie he's been. He just proved he's the best actor in that movie to me, and um, he was great in Apocalypse. Too. He was, yeah, absolutely. And he did a great job. I loved the story around him. I loved, uh, you know, I loved the old school, the, um, you know, people say it alluded to racism. It alluded to a lot of different things, you know, division in society. I I liked it, man. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good message, a good story, great action. I I never, I'm never going to have a problem with a movie that wants to tackle like a, maybe a controversial subject yeah me neither i I enjoyed it i think movies movies are they're kind of made to you know maybe discuss things Mm -hmm. yeah so great movie man i mean not much else to say about it uh fourth hugh jackman one of his best performances yeah for sure he's had a lot of logan performances but that one was really good yeah um fourth i gotta go with black panther man Good. It was that's fair. Good movie. Uh, I I like the acting. It had a lot of it had a lot of legends in there to me. And when I say legends, I don't mean like greatest actors of all times, but people who've been in really big roles. You know, Forrest Whitaker had kind of took a step uh, behind in that movie because normally he's a star. Uh, Angela Bassett. You know, um, it had a lot of good actors in it is my point and it was just a good movie man the technology i liked was cool the effects they did in the lead up to you know the story i thought it was good man good good movie good message again tackled social issues you know worldwide issues um yeah a lot of people have seen it so not much else to say uh okay here comes my curveball um 
And I like this movie because I liked the drama mixed with the action. I liked the introduction to characters. And I liked the... Um, I also like the message. I, I guess all my movies I've really liked because of the message. And that's Spider-Man 3, man. <laughs> Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm sh- I didn't think you could shock me more than Blade 2, but you did. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I liked Spider-Man 3. I, I know a lot of people hate on it. And that's cool. I don't I I'll I'll give it to you. I don't hate on it as much as other people do. Yeah. Like some people call it one of the worst movies of all time. I, it's nowhere near that. No, it's not. It's not. I and but top five. It's one of my favorites. That's all. We're only doing favorites. That's fair. That's, I would never say it's, it's one it's of the your best. personal list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it. I, I liked the drama mixed with the you know the breakup in there. Kind of got me when I was younger when I saw it. I liked that part. Um, What'd you think of the dancing? <laughs> that was funny, dude. I thought it was just funny. <laughs> it was. It was. It's. It, people give it a lot of shit, but I think it's funny, like in the context of the movie. Yeah, the whole movie kind of had a a bit of everything. I think it kind of introduced some of the comedy in Marvel to me, low key. And I, I know it's not in the cinematic universe, but you know what I'm saying. Um, it sucks. I'll tell you real quick. It sucks that um, I really like the Sandman performance. I did too. I thought it was a good story. And it sucks that because because people hate on the movie, people kind of forget. Yeah. But I think he was great, man. I think he looked good. The effects of like him using the sand looked really good. Yeah. And really, I didn't like yeah. the casting uh, for Venom, early Venom. But I mm. liked mm. I liked how the Venom looked though when he was Venom. I liked it. Yeah, he he should have kept the mask on the whole time. Yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. What is that? That's third. <laughs> yeah. Second, um, Infinity War, man. Amazing. Uh, all the characters in there, action. You know, I really fell in love with Thor in these last two movies he's done. I, you know, I think he. Yeah, right. Ra- I like what they're doing with him. I like how they're um. Yeah. He's emerging. They, as they a hero. switched it up too, and another another way kind of Marvel switched up the tempo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's emerging as the guy, because you know Iron Man was the guy in the first two, really, um, and then now, you know, you see Thor kind of came to save the day, and then attempt to save the day. And I also love, I also love the humor that they've incorporated with Thor. Yeah, me too. Like the first, the first couple movies where he was just kind of funny because of the situation. Yeah, because he was weird. But he's developed, he's developed like a comedic personality in the movie. I think it serves the movies great. It does, cause they. It's good that he's the guy, cause I hated when they tried to test and see if everyone could do it for a while. Remember that? Yeah. That was kind of wack. Yeah, I thought I thought Age of Ultron went a little too far with it. I agree. Everyone, everyone had just, like a comedic line. That's yeah, everybody was cracking jokes at every point of the movie, and it just kind of was a little weird at one point. Right. Um. So yeah, man, Infinity War is number two, and number one, you alluded to it. Winter so- Soldier, Captain America, the the second one. Um. The third one. Oh yeah, the third. One. Oh wait, no, Winter Soldier. Oh, one. I'm sorry. Oh, you picked the the spy movie. That's a great pick, man. Yeah. I, I almost put it in my top five. I, I I love that movie, man. It's the one I could watch over and over the most. I think 
I think it's their best made movie. Like, just tech technically. Yeah. From story to acting to just everything is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I like, um, you know, Winter Soldier being, you know, the, the mystique behind him was cool to me. Yeah. I thought that was... And he was menacing enough, enough of a, like, a challenge to Cap. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I thought that was awesome, man. I, um, was it in, was it in, uh, which one did he, like, catch the shield in? Do you remember that? I'm, yeah, it was in, the, and it was in that movie when he was introduced. That was hard. Because <laughs> you remember it was the chase that he was chasing him, and then he threw the shield. Yes. And he and he turns and just catches. That it. was so hard. I remember I remember seeing that in the trailer. I was thinking like, whoa, that's that's pretty lit. <laughs> like exactly. That was. I don't even. I didn't even know who the fuck the Winter Soldier was at that time. Right. Exactly. And that that's what I liked about it. Like I said, the mystique behind him made it so cool. It just. You know, every I felt like every other movie was predictable other than that one. For, not all of them. I thought the first one was I thought the first one was really predictable. It was. And that one really changed up and added some twists. It was good. So, uh yeah, man, that's my first. I have some honorable mentions, but there curveballs curveballs too. I'm not going to not going to go there. You go ahead. What's yours? <clears throat> oh, I have a lot. X X2. Okay. I loved X2, man. I think it's a... Uh, yeah, some of the X-Men movies kind of get for- forgotten. I liked that whole series. I really did. Yeah, I mean, they, they missed... They had some misses. Uh, Last Stand was a bit of a miss. It was too much. That's all. Yeah. yeah, I think Apocalypse was also a bit of a miss. Again, too much. But they set Apocalypse up for... Uh, I mean, they were setting up this Dark Phoenix. Yeah, Dark... Which, by the way, the trailer looks very good. Yeah, uh, keep going. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta say Spider-Man 2, which I thought might make your list. Okay, it didn't, but... It was another one that I, I wanted to put on mine. Spider-Man 2 was good. That's yeah, Doc it's, Ock, right? Yeah, yeah, it's my... For me, it's by far my favorite Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I liked Home... And I liked Homecoming a lot, but... The second one, man, there's so many great elements to it. It is. It definitely is to me and it's so that for me is the difference from the second one to the third one is that the third one also has a lot of great like things about it but i feel like it's messy it's not as organized it wasn't you're right Where in the second movie it's a little more like it's a little more focused it was complex but simple because yeah you know it wasn't too many villains like you know yeah i thought doc man and venom team up the scenes yeah, the scenes with the fight on the train and then him having to stop the train is fire. I mean, that's one of the that's one of the greatest like action sequences I pr- I think I've ever seen. Yeah, and then the on the building was fire. Um, yeah, I think just and I also loved the whole you know him losing his powers and having to figure out who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was great, man. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it is. I, and you know I really liked overall with Spider-Man the struggle for his identity because that happened in three too, you know. Yeah, I thought the tr- the original trilogy, like they it had flaws, but they captured the main character very well, which is the most important thing. Yeah, cause, and like I've said a bunch of times on this podcast, when the actor becomes the character, it's just always better for me. And Toby was Spider-Man; Definitely. he was Peter Parker yep. to me. 
Like, I couldn't picture Peter Parker without seeing Toby's face at one point. We got to get into that one time. That's a good That's a good idea. The, like, character, like actors who really get into their characters. Yeah. Because there's been some great ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. Next time. Next week. Um, yeah, a couple other ones. Uh, I got to give Logan a shout out. Um, I'll, I'll say Logan probably has... Uh, the replay value isn't great for me. No, not for me either. Um, it moves it moves a little slower, but uh, I loved I loved the overall plot of the movie. I loved how it concluded. Um, the middle of the movie, like I said, is a little slow. Yeah. Um, the the whole them getting away to you know safety is is it drags a little bit. Yeah. But I, I just I thought. Hugh Jackman was phenomenal. He's just underrated as an actor in general. He's another yeah, he's, guy. He's great in everything, but I don't know how he, he managed to do it, but he took Logan to another level. And it was his what ninth performance. As Wolverine? Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, you got to give him credit. To be able to add new layers to the character in the ninth performance. Yeah. Because with the new X-Men, he had four... Three. Um, like his own movies. No, I'm saying when he was Wolverine, as his performances. I'm trying to count them up. He had three in the Ooh, old had, ones. Yeah, first three, then X Men Origins. Yeah. Um, he had the other Wolverine movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he popped up in Days of Future Past. That's sick. Well, he was the main character in Days of Future Past. Right. But he popped up in Apocalypse, which I think, like, counts. Yeah, I didn't like that pop-up either. But. His cameo of, like, him just slicing up everybody was a little weird. Yeah, it was whack. And then when he but saw Apocalypse, um, Phoenix. Yeah, he, just, he calms down. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Uh, right. That movie in general was a little messy for me. <laughs> yeah. Not a little. It's very messy. <laughs> yeah, and I liked, um, I liked how they set Apocalypse up, though. But then, like, the beginning I thought was good, and then it just slowly went downhill for me. Yeah, I mean, I got a few more. I'll say the original Avengers has to be an honorable mention. Yeah, I agree. I got to say, going back to it, um, it doesn't age that well. No, it doesn't. Now, it, well, the it's not the movie's fault. And that might be not – I don't. yeah, I don't think it's its fault. I think the the – you know the movies lately have gotten better. It's because we know what happens next. For me, yeah, like, I watched that so. and then I know next time it's gonna be this, and you know someone else comes next time. And but it's still great, and I remember the impact it had when it first came out. How much of a big, how big of a deal it was, and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was another one I thought might sneak on your list. Yeah, it's one of my honorable mentions for sure. I thought probably made me laugh more than any other Marvel movie. It did, but it and it was such a curveball. It was. And I like how it was funny, but it was still a story. It wasn't so, you know, it wasn't a comedy, but it was a fun movie. It was fun. That's what it was. Yeah. Cuz it wasn't you know, I I've said before, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but one reason I didn't like Deadpool was cuz it was really funny, but not mm-hmm. supposed to be funny all the time, kind of. Yeah. But Thor was, there was no gore. 
There's nothing that made it not funny. You know what I mean? It added suspense, but it was still funny. Because you kind of figured, you knew Hulk and Thor weren't going to die. So it wasn't like a, right. you know. And you knew they weren't going to kill anybody. It was more of just a fun, good time kind of thing. But yeah, I liked that. I liked it a lot. I And <laughs> you said it, man, but um, I liked X-Men Origins, the Wolverine one. I liked it. X-Men Origins? Yeah, the Wolverine origin movie. Yeah, yeah, it was another one. It was a little messy, but again, a lot of good elements. Yeah, I think it's hated on too for, I think it's hated on too a, much. A little unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I agree. I like the introduction to, the Ryan Reynolds as you know, Wade, and yeah, I I kind of liked the unstoppable, Deadpool. You know, not really Deadpool, but hybrid. Yeah, yeah I liked that. I th- thought that was cool. I thought the story made that sense. Was cool. But I think um, adding his wife was too much. The wife thing. Yeah, I think a lot of people a lot of people get lost in that, that w- plot element. And there was some other stuff in there that was kind of strange to me. That was the biggest one that th- really was unnecessary. The whole thing. I thought the gambit, the gambit little cameo was very strange. Yeah, for them to never do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really like. He kind of came in there. He was kind of a dick, and that was it. Yeah. He got, he helped um, it, I re- I also really like the brother like storyline. I did too. Yeah, I thought that was a really yeah. nice touch. And I I think uh Schraber, Leaf Schraber, I think is his name. Yeah. Like I saw uh that character. Like I didn't see the actor. Yeah, me too. He was perfect for that. Yeah, and I was ho- I it sucks that that movie didn't do better because I want to see more of him. I do too. I in that I role. I definitely did too, man. I believe Sabretooth, right? That's that's the name. Uh he, I don't I don't think he did he go by a nickname in there? Uh, he he didn't have like a name. Victor was his real I, name, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's who he is though, Sabretooth, yeah. Yeah, but he was great, man. Yeah, he was great. I enjoyed it. He held his own against Hugh Jackman too, which like obviously we haven't seen in those movies. Yeah, for sure. I I kind of wanted another I kind of wanted him in the x-men after that you know just to show up yeah. maybe not be in there but yeah. yeah any other um marvel comments uh my last one is ant-man i think ant-man's like the pinnacle of a fun marvel movie okay yeah i agree the original i think the original one it's it's really i really love uh what you mentioned about like having a good message yeah. i really like the uh like father and daughter um plot that goes on in b- both movies but the first one in particular yeah. and i think uh surprisingly um of course i forget the actor's name but i'm a big fan of his at this point paul um paul rudd, rudd yes thank yeah. you paul rudd man he, he does a great job with like the the daughter moments he does a great job with the comedic moments yeah he does yeah, he's he's really likable. Yeah, he is. Yep. Like you just you watch him, he's it's so like this positive feeling. Uh, the energy of the movie is great, man. I love the original. Ant-Man. And he's one of those guys that's funny to see bad stuff happen to. Kind of like a yeah. Um, he's a good punching bag in movies to me. Yeah, I thought the recent one took kind of a step in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. but. Uh, 
I mean, the original one I thought was surprisingly incredible. I don't think they're going to do another one, are they? I thought, um, thought it was kind of set up uh, for him to be done. That's, yeah, I mean, at this point, I haven't heard anything, but... Do you have any, uh, like, worse ones that you could throw out? Oh, yeah, I could give you some... I, I, I was thinking of, of us doing a top five worst list, but I figured we might not have just time. Th- just throw out a couple. Give me three, but top we three. we throw out some... Off the top of your head. I don't want to order it. No, not in order. Just the three worst ones to you. Um, but I got to say, uh, Blade Trinity. <laughs> yes. Considering, personally for me, considering how much I loved Blade 2, and I loved Blade 1 a lot. Uh-huh. I thought Blade 1 was kind of the same, like, fun vibe. I thought 2 introduced some, like, new characters, which made it better, but the third one was just a disaster for me. Right. It was so boring. It was the, the Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel just, just didn't have any chemistry with Wesley Snipes. Right. Uh, Dracula looked stupid. <laughs> he didn't look men in the second movie and even in the first movie. The the villains are like menacing enough, uh-huh. and they also have like a per- personal thing with Blade, right? Which creates like a vibe uh, in the movie that the third movie was just missing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I, I think it was it was just such a letdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go for number two. I mean, Black Panther. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> the new one, right? I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought Fantastic Four was atrocious. I mean, I'll be honest, it's probably my number one, like, if I really ordered the list. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's just, I mean, I could go for an hour about how off. That movie, that movie has every element of shit that I hate out of movies. Okay. It's it's short, but it feels long. Characters are bland as fuck. You don't care about anyone. The the plot doesn't kick in until like an hour into the movie. The villain looks retarded. The overall storyline is not in gate. Like I mean, I could rant forever about how awful right. it is. And you really have to see it. I mean, Kate Mara's wig changes in between scenes. <laughs> right. Like, come on. Like, I mean, you can't even edit the movie correctly. I and mean, the budgets on these movies are insane. I know, and with the cast they had, you would have thought they'd get it. Yeah, together. I mean, it feels like they spent all the fucking money on the cast because the special effects are garbage. <laughs> I mean, the, the fantastic, the stretchy, like, transformations was looked like a fucking 90s movie. It was so bad. And I didn't like that dude cast it as Mr. Fantastic either, but... Miles, Miles Teller, he got a problem with Whiplash guy. I I haven't seen anything I liked him in yet, but that's a different story. That's fair. I, wait, real quick, I want to throw some other honorable mentions, man. The first Fantastic Four series I liked. I don't know why it's hated on either. Like, it also I agree that it's a little unreasonable. The hatred. Yeah, because yeah. I mean the setup was nice. The origins I thought was cool. I thought Chris Evans was a really good Human Torch. I mean, he was—he's just, yeah, he's I like a good a actor. But you know, when he first came out with Captain America, I was like, "Oh man, he's not gonna be Human Torch again!" Like, as soon as I saw that, yeah, um, I thought all the casting. And I, I think, yeah, and you know what makes me think that I feel what? like, considering how awful this latest one was, yeah. 
it almost made me appreciate the the acting and just the movies in general. Yeah. I thought they casted very because well in all in those movies. I thought in the originals, Doom was yeah. perfect. I can't think of someone like I could probably name someone who probably could do it. Doom was probably the standout for he was me. Great. I mean, in both yeah, movies, I haven't. And he didn't, and he didn't have a lot to work no, with. He didn't. You know, I thought they could have developed him a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I thought he was great. Uh, I forget that actor's name, but I, I've seen him periodically here and yeah, there. Yeah, he um, Nip Tuck. I used to like Nip Tuck. So yes, Nip um, Tuck. Yeah. Yeah, man. I thought all the casting was was pretty good. I thought Ben Grimm was pretty good too. As um, you know, considering. Yeah, the Shield yeah, uh, dude. I thought he was good. Michael Michael Chiklis. I, I think. Believe. I think um, Invisible Woman. It's just hard, like, Miss Invisible is hard to just cast in general, I think. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think Alba did a bad job. I just think it's a hard cast. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, it was one of those, like, you don't really know where, where it's the actor's fault or where it's the material's yeah. fault. So, it's tough. But I think she did it fine. I didn't have any problem yeah, with her. Yeah, I thought her. it was good, man. And I, I normally do have a problem because she's a pretty basic exactly. actress that's why she doesn't hit a lot of yeah notes. that's why i wasn't sure i mean that's why i didn't want to say it was really just her fault because i really haven't seen anything i liked her in necessarily but i did like her in that and i just think it was just a weird it's just a weird role in general because you know they're not in it for half of it because <laughs> they're invisible so uh <laughs> yeah man and then the other shout out i want to give another one that's hated on <laughs> But I I didn't think Incredible Hulk was that bad. The Ed, Ed Norton. Oh no, one. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Why why is that hated on so much? I I couldn't tell you with that one. The other ones I understand, but I, with with Incredible Hulk, man, I loved it a lot. I really liked what they did with um. I forget the like the name of the character, but the bad guy. Oh, uh, Abomination. Or. Yeah, I thought they did a. Yeah. a I believe that's yeah, what he's called. In that movie, he is. But he was—he had a different name, I thought, before, like Rampage or something. Wasn't he Rampage before? I don't know. That's a different—that's a different uh, conversation. But go on. Yeah, yeah, man. I, it was just—it was a lot of fun, man. I think Norton does a good job, and I'm usually a little uh, up and down with him. Okay. Uh, but the story moves really it did. well. It did. I liked the gentle giant thing that they introduced with the Hulk they did a good job with it you know yeah. um, Tim Roth was good I mean he's just good so yeah I also like the the captain the captain does a yeah. good job and, that, and that's kind of wild that they set him up to be in everything and then he really wasn't in yeah anything. he's popped up yeah. since yeah um, I mean he's popped up as like the little politician right in a limited appearance, but I mean, you know, there's only so much screen time. Yeah, and I and I kind of thought you were gonna say, um, I mean, I know, I thought you were gonna throw out uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one out there. No, it didn't. It didn't hit me like it hit the <laughs> masses. <laughs> Why did it hit the masses? How it did? Just because Pratt? You think? It's something about the the humor, the characters. I don't know, man. I. I mean, was two trash to you? Two was, two was like, and it's tough to say, but it was too funny. Okay. 
Like, it was too much jokes, and most of them were good, but, like, I didn't, I wasn't engaged in the movie, you know yeah. what I mean? It was just going from joke to joke. I thought they kind of, they could have done more, a little more dramatic, a little more serious with the dad yeah. issue. Um, and, like, the parent lineage situation. Yeah, I think they just should have went. But I, I thought they went for every joke yeah, instead. Yeah, and I think Thor Ragnarok does a good enough, like a good balance of the yeah, two. It does. Where where this one is the opposite. And what was your third worst worst one? Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to say it, but Daredevil. Oh wow, okay. And and Daredevil probably is better than the it other is, two because I like Daredevil. I mean, I real I recognize that it's not good, but I liked it. I'll watch it. I still I'll watch it again if it's on. But yeah, it's it, there's there's some something there that I enjoyed, but yeah, there's just too many misses. Yeah, I got you. Too many casting mistakes. Yeah. My um, my three. I gotta start with Thor: Dark World. They're very forgettable. I don't think it's bad. I've seen it multiple times, and I still am not sure like what was going on so it was just it was just a weird confusing movie to me yeah very forgettable um, and uh the first hulk the one with uh the guy oh that's a bad one yeah eric banna eric banna no he's popped up yeah he's (laughs) popped up that was absolutely terrible i don't still don't know who the villain was in that either uh i'm not sure what happened in there but um yeah that, that was a, a botch yeah, it was a miss um, yeah but i think it was early on where they still kind of like they hadn't figured out what they wanted yeah, to do yeah i'll give them that um yeah i'm not saying i don't know whose fault it was i won't play, place blame anywhere but it just wasn't good and then uh lastly i gotta go with <laughs> I'm stuck between Electra and uh That's a stinker. <laughs> so much potential to just throw in the trash. Um and the second amazing Spider Man with Jamie the one with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I, I forgot about the that one was really and bad. It, and I just hate seeing Jamie Foxx be bad. <laughs> it hurts my soul. Yeah. And I but I, I didn't really have too much problem with his Electro. It's just his, like, initial character was just kind of strange. Not strange. It was trash. I didn't like him as Electro either. I, it just wasn't... Jamie just wasn't the guy. I, I really don't like seeing Jamie do... Uh, I, I, I don't... I think he could have been the guy, man. I think that movie is so fucked. I think that movie was so... So, like, intent on, you know, preparing the Sinister Six or whatever they were oh, going for. Oh, is that for. what they were doing? Either that or, like, the Amazing Spider-Man 3. I couldn't... I don't remember the rumors at the time. I liked but. the dude who did, you know, um, his friend. I, th- I thought he was okay, but... And I, I enjoyed... I thought the first Amazing Spider-Man was a I good start. Too. I like Garfield as Spider-Man. I, did, I thought he was a good, a good switch. I didn't Yeah, he he did a good job of being a little more um 
like he he was different about the the character. You know what I mean? He did. He added a good twist. You know, like when people do. Yeah, in a good cover way. songs on like competition shows, and they say, "Well, you made it. You made it your song." That's how I feel like he did. He made it his movie. Yeah, it didn't seem like. I'll tell you what's the one thing about Garfield has come a long way as an uh, from Social Network. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, way back. Where I first saw him. Man, he was... I, I forgot. I saw him in uh, Silence. I think it was a Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. movie. And, man, he was... I mean, he stole the show. He's a good actor, man. I, I really wish he didn't get booted as um, Spider-Man. Hacksaw Ridge was another one that he was yeah. great in. Yeah, for sure. Really great. <laughs> yeah, man. You got any um, other Marvel um, talk? I, I was curious. Uh, we didn't really... Neither of us brought up uh, any of the Iron Man movies. I, I don't like Iron Man that much, so. It's not nah. you. <laughs> I, I gotta say, man, the original movie. There's something to that. The the end scene of him announcing it. Yeah. There's something that just captures the essence of the like, that character. Yeah. I thought the movie, like the movie, had played out, and and I had a little bit of an issue with kind of. The, the villain, the Jeff his, Bridges, you know, his, uh, uh-huh. yeah, his like mentor, I guess. Yeah. But I, I thought the end, like the way it ended was so fitting to how they set the movie up and how like the character has been since. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, that was a great scene. It definitely man. was a good intro. A legendary scene. Okay. To me. Yeah, I agree. It really set off the universe. Yeah, it did. For sure. Everybody says, you know, first Avenger, but Iron Man really set right. it off. Yeah. I agree. I, the Iron Man movies, they're just... I don't know. They kind of just seem like the same. The two and two and three are are not, not very good. I me. didn't mind two, but I thought, I thought it was messy. Just kind of all over the place. Um, but three, I didn't like and, at all. Yeah, I thought three had a weird tone. Yeah, you know, I... The, the humor went in a more like like you know Marvel route like traditional Marvel yeah. route. I I felt like and I just thought it didn't really fit. I felt like it was a Tony Stark movie and not really an Iron Man movie to me. Yeah, that, that's I what I didn't that. like about it. It's like yo, is Iron Man coming back? Like for like the middle forty five minutes of the movie, it made me feel like man, yeah. I thought this was Iron Man's movie I came to see. But yeah, there's a lot of Tony Stark yeah, in there. Yeah, and I don't like Tony Stark, so. <laughs> I I gotta give credit though to if we're talking about uh, roles that actors have kind of engulfed themselves oh, sure. in. Or Downey Jr. has knocked it out of the park as Iron Man, and I have issues with the movies yeah. just like you do. I mean, our issues are probably a little different, but it's not, none of it is yeah. him. I'll yeah, I, I I like him as the role. I I'm not a big Iron Man as the character fan, but him in there, I think yeah. he's he's great. A lot of the Avengers have really become the Avengers, but he's done the best. Yeah, they've they've casted yeah, very they well. Unlike the unlike the other <laughs> studio. <laughs> yeah, well maybe we'll do a top five DC movies. <laughs> we'll get into them another day. I don't feel like getting good to get to <laughs> right. it today. All right. Yeah, we we're way over time anyway. Yeah, we we've ran over time, so we're good. Yeah, outro us. I'll play my throwback.
Yeah, man, we'll be back, uh, not Sunday, but sometime next week. We're working on getting our times, you know, we got stuff going on, like we always yeah, say. We do. But we'll be back, man. We'll be back sometime. Be on the lookout for the next episode, as always. We appreciate you guys yep. for listening. All right, we'll catch you guys. MPG to the maximum. All the time, we're wise. 96 and better. Legendary.
see rock your city. Rugged and raw, lift up your raw, show me your titties. Don't be a dumb son, grab your condoms and Bacardi. Fans call keys, let's party. You fake players walk the streets of me, mug. I be making records getting in a hot tub. In this Minneapolis snow, I'm bellin'. Ready, set to blow up like Mount St. Helen. On your crew, I'm snoring. Your flow boring. Sorta like Channel 5 and 4 in the morning. I'm dope, made on the ball, give a vote. Grab the devil by the throat, make him play the state float. In the weather with the bucket, a cutlass. Wishing I had duckets to live like Curry Bucket. It comes to rumors, I'm down with APG. I signed a contract, I'm doing the LP, but both. Wait a minute, bro, go slow. $10 for the bowl, no dollars for the hoe. In the club, drink holding, looking for a black 